0: your Daily Dose of Donna. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, May 23rd. The weeks are just flying. It's freaking me out, you guys. This weekend is Memorial Day weekend. The following weekend is my little sister's wedding here in uh, Los Angeles. And then the following weekend after that, I'm going to Israel. I'm going to Israel in Greece. Let me just move my microphone. Going to Israel in Greece for, I'll be gone for like three weeks. And this is going to be really hard for me because I'm going to have some major, major uh, you know, separation anxiety from my daily dosers. How am I going to handle it? Being away from you guys here on YouTube, listening on the podcast, and then, of course, on TikTok. I will try to keep you abreast. That's what she said. I will try to keep you abreast the entire time I am gone with some fun stories. So you have to just do me a favor. You do two things right now. If you're listening to this right now, you're going to make sure to follow. You follow over on Instagram at This Is Donna Bowling, over on TikTok at This Is Donna Bowling. And if you like a Facebook group, which I love a Facebook group when it comes to gossip and rumors and what's going on in the industry and what's going on in reality TV and pop culture, join the Daily Dose of Donna Facebook group. The show, Daily Dose of Donna, is sponsored by Ilya Wines. That's I-Y-L-I-A dot com. Ilya Wines is bottled in Spain. It's created by the most amazing woman, Layla Joy Williams, and she is just a force to be reckoned with. She has a uh, white wine, the Moscatel Macabeo. We have a rosé. There's a red wine, the Roble. She's coming up with lagers, beers, um, most beautiful bottles, and then, of course, a non-alcohol Drink because that is all the rage. This wine is so good. Tomorrow's the 24th, and I'm getting my new package of wines because I am Jones in. I wanted to make sure that you guys use my code daily20 for 20% off. Ilia.com, use code daily20, and the link will be below in the show notes. And I'm going to put it right over here. Oh my gosh, you guys, we've got some good gossip today. So, first of all, every single day I do a show, Someone like Pumpkin today on my TikTok says, has anyone ever told you you look like Candice Cameron? Crazy enough, every single day. Every day, someone tells me I look like Candice Cameron or Dorit from Real Housewives or um, uh, Jackie from Real Houses of New Jersey, Jackie G. So you tell me. Thanks, pumpkin. Okay. So those of you that have been listening to this podcast for a while, you guys know a little bit about, you know, what I really like talking about. Obviously yesterday, I said it yesterday that I went over to, I drew, I drove past Ariana and Tom's house and it was by happenstance. Like I knew where their house was kind of 'Cause I live right here, but I never actually drove by it. But yesterday just happened to be Monday morning, I had to drop something off at a kid's one of my kids' friends' house, right? The parents live over in that little neck of the woods, like on I think it was like right around the corner from the Bel Air Street. I knew they lived. I'm not going to give away their address, but you can find it online in two seconds. But I knew they lived right by um, this house that I was at. I was like, I'll just do a drive-by for my daily dosers, right? So I do a drive-by. I didn't even take a picture. It was that uneventful. There was a black Mercedes SUV, which comes to find out, I'll explain in just a second, in the driveway, but you don't really see a lot. And it's not in a great location. The house, I mean, the house is in a great location in terms of Like the neighborhood of Studio City Valley Village is great, but the house itself is on the corner of a very busy street. So it's not necessarily like an ideal great location, in my opinion, for the amount of money that they spent. Although the house looks really nice, like from the inside and from the outside, right? You can see it's new construction. It's got that like shiplap look and uh, the exact open floor plan that all those new construction houses have. I mean, If you've seen one, you've seen them all here in LA and I'm sure now everywhere else too. But anyway, so I see the house. I go on Facebook on my Daily Dose of Donna Facebook group, which you have to join. And I was like, guys, I just drove by Ariana and Tom's house. It was so uneventful. Nothing was happening. We just said there was a black Mercedes in the in the driveway. Nothing. Anyway, moving on. Come home. Turn on my computer or turn on my phone. And I see TMZ has posted that Ariana is packing up and moving on out. She's moving out of her house with all these boxes. Now, I'm just going to say something really fast. And you should always trust your gut when it comes to these things. Cause I swear, when I saw this, I thought to myself, this feels a little bit suspect. This feels a little bit weird. Because let me ask you a question, you guys. When you move, those of you ha- that have moved before, which I imagine all of us have moved at some point in your life, when you move homes, a couple things. Number one, you look like crap, right? We all know. I don't care if you have a moving team. I don't care if you have 47,000 friends that are helping you, assistance, whatever. You're not looking good because when you're moving, you're going through boxes, you're making sure last minute things are done. You're stressed, you're tired, you're sweaty, your hair is up. You're, you know, what she was wearing felt pretty legit, like just black uh, leggings and a sweatshirt. But her hair was perfectly done and her makeup was perfectly on. And I thought to myself, interesting, maybe she's going to a work work event. Maybe she has an interview. Maybe she's getting something, you know, she's doing something on TV. Then I noticed something else. When have you ever, ever done a move, meaning a house move, with boxes that are handheld that say financials all on them? Now, fine. Banker's boxes, that's what it's called. Banker's boxes. Now, I imagine most people when they move do have maybe a couple banker's boxes here and there. But really, when do you use a banker's box? You use that when you're moving out your office, when you're like, you know, get fired and you have to like pack up your uh, desk. Um, When I was a casting director, we were working project by project and we would get hired on a show, just say on the Fox lot or then on the Disney lot or wherever else. And we would have like little boxes like that, banker's boxes. Like I've never once moved my house with banker's boxes. Even when I moved my financials, like my big, um, you know, drawers with all the, the taxes from the last 10 years or whatever, I I either bring the entire drawer or I put it all in a bigger box. Like it just felt a little bit weird, right? So I thought it to myself, but then I said, you know what? She's probably moving. This is what I thought. She's probably moving and she knows she's getting paparazzi. So she just wants to get like a couple pictures of her doing the moving. And then like the crew is going on in there and they're packing it all up but Tom Sandoval still technically lives in that house he's not there right now we know but he well we assume but we know that he no he's not because we saw pictures of him getting in um at the airport or going on another flight yesterday so we knew he wasn't there but when you're sharing a house with someone i would imagine well, actually, I did move out of a house one time with a boyfriend. I lived with a boyfriend and I moved out. It was very much a joint effort. You want to make sure that you're not taking the other person's stuff. You're, it's very like you have to be supervising. You can't just send your assistants or your crew or your movers like to go pack you up. You have to be there and be part of that, right? Right. So all of this stuff was like in the back of my head, but still, here we are. Ariana's moving out, and I went with it too. I was like, "This is crazy. This is amazing. I can't believe I missed this by an hour." And then I noticed that little SoFi. You know, the first thing I saw when I saw SoFi was SoFi Stadium. I thought to myself, "Oh my gosh, was she at the white party?" Because remember, Mauricio and Kyle's white party the night before was at the SoFi Stadium here in Los Angeles. So I'm like, "Was she at the So? Is that like a a throwback to that?" Um, Then I thought of Taylor Swift. Cause I'm going to see Taylor Swift on August 5th at the SoFi stadium. So I'm thinking in SoFi stadium, sure enough, finds out a couple hours later, we see her do a story where she says, well, I'm moving out. Not yet. I'm not moving out yet. Meaning she's still living in that house, but I'm moving up financially. That is, um, And I'll hear, I'll let you know more about it soon. And the SoFi sweater is there. And sure enough, she had a commercial that popped up later on, on social media, on her Instagram, where she was sitting and she had her SoFi banker, her financial planner, Brian, come and help her and talk to her about, you know, money. She was doing an ad. This was all an ad, you guys. All an ad. What is your birthday? Oh, August 5th. Happy birthday. She was, this was all an ad for SoFi. Now, two things here. Number one, SoFi, chef's kiss. Genius move. I think we all mentioned SoFi yesterday at some point. We've all talked about SoFi now. SoFi is in everyone's brain. It's on everyone's mind. They are so genius. What I said yesterday on my TikTok live, not even knowing that this was a SoFi ad yet. This was just earlier I was saying any brand would be so smart to connect with Ariana right now. Because Ariana is a fan favorite. She is. She doesn't have a lot of bad stories about her right now. Like good press is, is you know, you're going to want to align with people who do good. It's like media darlings, right? Media darlings. And she's a media darling right now. So SoFi paid a gazinga amount of money. I mean, I would say I got a lot of DM saying, how much do you think? How much? I say SoFi probably paid – Upwards of, I mean, it depends what the deal was, but for that whole outs, the whole paparazzi setup shot, which by the way, we should have known. We should have freaking known, you guys. I was driving by her house one hour before. There was no paparazzi. Paparazzi doesn't just chill there. The street that they live on, by the way, if you were there, oh, Lance thinks 300,000. So, but that was, it was, they filmed her walking outside with the boxes and then it was on her Instagram stories and then she had an Instagram ad. Like a a reel on her Instagram, three hundred thousand seems right. I mean, I would say upwards to close to five hundred thousand. It was the best advertisement they could ever do for themselves. But what I was saying was when I drove by their house yesterday morning, I noticed a lot of these little neighborhoods in Los Angeles don't have sidewalks, and so they're very small, right? The streets are very short uh, narrow, and when you drive if there's like an, if it's not one of those sidewalk streets, you kind of have to um go around like you have to uh, you know, pull over and let a car through. So there was no paparazzi there, right? They called Backgrid. They called TMZ to come. They said the man in the car is Mr. Money. Yeah, Mr. Money is um, the guy Brian who was in the commercial. I I don't know who he is. I imagine he's an owner of SoFi or works for SoFi. Genius move on SoFi's part. Now let's talk about for us. Hey, Bravo Boo. Let's talk about for us. I am concerned and I've gotten a lot of DMs about this. Not concerned to the point where like I'm not sleeping at night, but I'm concerned a little bit about Ariana here. She needs to take advantage of this experience and, and strike while the iron is hot, right? So she's getting all these brand deals. I imagine her agents and managers are saying no left and right. Like if I was a company right now, I would offer Ariana you know, she would be like first right of refusal. I'd go straight to her. She'd be offer only top of the list. The question is, do you think if she, because I, if I were her, I would say yes to everything, right? You have to be very careful because it's something called oversaturation. And we've all been here before, right? We've all seen these people where you start to see them one place and then you start to see them more than one place and then all of a sudden they're everywhere and you can't get away from them. And all of a sudden, like, you're annoyed by them. And then it it kind of almost lessens the brand recognition because it's like, it just feels like they're just jumping on everything. It kind of happened in the Instagram world. There was some of those people that became those, um, Oh, like the K girls. I know what you mean, but at least Kim Kardashian and all the Kardashian girls, like they, for the most part, really only promote their own products now. They're not really brand, other than, you know, Kim was for Balenciaga and there was a couple of those. For the most part, they were their own brands. But Ariana now, she has to be so careful because she's one or two more of these away from being like, okay, enough. Do you guys feel that way with me? Okay, so a couple comments saying she's already oversaturated. At the same time, you know, we, we have heard multiple times that Tom was very, very bad with his money and like put a lot of their house um, you know put a lot of the house ownership in the second or pulled a second mortgage i don't even know i'm not a'm not a financial planner no idea, but I personally feel like she needs to make the money right now and she should make the money unfortunately she has to be super careful and I questioned yesterday okay so a couple comments I want more of her they over they are oversaturated but she waited a long time to say anything um I don't think Ariana's oversaturated like Lala is in the podcast circuit. I know Ariana will be on Call Her Daddy tomorrow. And Call Her Daddy is obviously one of the top podcasts that there are. Um, You know, Alex Cooper from Spotify. She gets all of the big names. She gets the big actors all the time. She has the famous, you know. um, She had Hailey Bieber on. She got Cole Sprouse. She gets these, like, big names. Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't say she's the best interviewer. 100%. I think all of us that listen know that there's a lot of things that she kind of holds short on. So I'm so interested. But I really hope she gets into some deep questions about Ariana for tomorrow's episode. Um, I worry that Ariana is going to have to like hold back a little bit because the reunion hasn't fully aired yet. And I think that Ariana is actually following the rules here in terms of how much she can talk about and how much she can say. But there are so many questions that I still have. Like what are the questions that you guys still would want to know from Ariana? If you could ask Ariana a question right now, today if you were a podcast host and you had her on your podcast, what would it be? I'm trying to think my question would be when was the last time you had sex with Tom? Like I want to know when the last time they actually slept together was. I want to know if Tom really truly did break up with her or tried to break up with her 2 weeks ago. I want to know if she ever said she would kill herself um or k herself I should say. I want to know if um what else would you guys want to know? I would want to know if she ever disliked, like how it really was to handle being in between her, Tom and Katie. Cause that's always tough when your best friend and your boyfriend or husband don't love each other. Um, let's see the girl said Thomas gaslighting her right after she found a phone in the car i want to know i'm confused about that i want to know why she said she was okay with the situation before lala pushed it oh with the memorial day the labor day barbecue yeah everyone knows that it had come out that she um she is uh you know she was coming out with the the Conversation about Lala. She and Lala had this conversation about this Labor Day party. Tom kind of effed Ariana and let her stay at home and be super sad over the grandmother's, um, you know, death. And she – was assuming that Tom couldn't get home. Tom lied to her basically saying he couldn't get home. So yes, I would want to know more about like, why was that okay? Why were you letting things slide? A lot of questions. Did you ever notice anything on the ring camera? Yeah. Let's talk about that for a quick second, unless they don't have a ring camera in the backyard. But like, if you're a celebrity and by the way, their house is not gated right their house is not gated the front of their house is not gated and they have a side gate probably one of those you know vinyl side gates that every new construction house has but it's pretty easy probably to get in and they're off the side of a very busy street so i'm so curious did they not have a ring camera in the backyard and if they did did tom turn off cameras every time that they would hang out there and if he didn't was ariana just not checking cameras you know sometimes in re- in relationships like One person is the ring checker and one person, they just assume the other person's checking it. Or maybe they had one of those cameras that like never, that went off all the time because there was dogs in the backyard. And so she just never checked. Or maybe when she was out of town, she's like, why am I checking? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? It is. So we could talk about this for 17 years, right? Um, oh yeah. Donna has a great question. If he was so concerned with her – this is another question that we wish Alex Cooper would ask Ariana. This is Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy, which, you know, for tomorrow. If he was so concerned with her mental health, why did he leave her alone when she was grieving? Hmm. He's only concerned for her mental health when it's appropriate for him, when it makes sense, right? Like, it's so interesting that men are so scared – to hurt women intentionally, but are not scared to hurt them by way of, like around the way. <laughs> Do you notice that? Like, you hear so many stories of men being jerks and just like ghosting or not calling someone or, you know, breaking up when they're like, not breaking up, sorry, just doing jerky things to make you break up with them, but they don't wanna actually like break up with you. It's so, it, it's almost harder to be to do the most hurtful thing. And so that's why I guess a lot of times they don't do it. Interesting. Uh, You want to know if Rachel and Brock ever got together? Ariana probably would have no idea, right? Oh, this is an interesting question, Lourdes. Why hasn't Tom's family reached out to Ariana? So Tom and Ariana were together nine years. We know this. And Ariana has mentioned that Tom's family has not reached out to her. Like, what is up with that? other than the fact like that he would be incre they would be incredibly mortified about it and wouldn't want you know they would they would they were embarrassed by it but i'm sorry if i completely screwed you know my husband lance i don't know if you're still here watching on the live but if i completely screwed my husband over my parents my mom not my dad cuz i don't have a relationship with my dad but my mom would reach out to Lance if it was my fault, right? Interesting. It makes me think of the Hoxstein family on Real Houses of Miami. If any of you guys watch it, it makes me think of Lenny and Lisa and how Lenny – oh, there's Lance. Lenny – was on um lenny's mom was totally on lisa's side for those first couple episodes like would go out with her to lunch and be like i can't believe that my that my son could treat you this way i don't understand what's going on with him like why is he being this way totally on his side on her side like feeling so bad for her and then all of a sudden like a few episodes later do you remember that marina lenny's mother all of a sudden was not on lisa's side anymore she was like listen You gave him the opportunity to do this. You traveled a lot, like turning it around. Oh, it's crazy. All right, you guys, we will know more tomorrow about Vanderpump Rules. Um, I will say, I I mentioned it briefly yesterday, but more and more stuff is coming out about Tom Sandoval's new girl in Houston, Texas. I am not interested. I'm not interested. I don't want to know. I don't care. I don't believe that this poor girl, and I say poor girl because two reasons, because she's getting you know, skewered and just like witch hunted on social media, but also she's with Tom Sandoval. So there's like a poor girl for a couple different reasons, but I understand that she got herself into this mess, but I'm not interested in learning about his girl, this random chick in Houston other than like, what's wrong with you? Right. I would say, yeah, I would say that, um, you know, let's keep our focus on the people that are putting themselves in the spotlight here. Let's keep our focus on Sandoval. Let's keep our focus on Rachel, Rachel, uh, Raquel, and Ariana, and the rest of the crew of Vanderpump. I am not interested in learning about Tom Sandoval's ha- hairdresser's brother's sister, um, and Raquel's real estate sisters, father's uncles, aunts. Um, you know, dog. Right. Let's stay. Let's stay. Let's stay on point here. Okay. If something else comes up, and I'm sure it will today on Vanderpump Rules, I'll be back tomorrow to share that. But let's just do a quick Summer House rundown, you guys. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today, and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. oh, oh! oh O'Reilly Auto Parts. Every day, we rise Summer House, tell me in the comments right now if you're watching Summer House. If you're watching on TikTok, on YouTube, also tell me in the comments. I like to read these after the fact. Let me know, are you guys watching Summer House? Summer House finale aired yesterday. And when I tell you, it left me with such like a ho-hum place. I, I felt so sad at the end of it. Not sad because I actually like I'm sad. Sad because I'm like, why am I spending my hours watching this depressing, incredibly, horribly boring lame-ass season of Summer House. I absolutely loved Summer House every season up until this one. I I watched it all through COVID. I binged it. And so it just makes me so happy. And this season was horrendous from the beginning. Everything was about it was bad. The new girls were great. I like Gabby and Sam. I did not like the fact that they only had three guys in the house, which that's why they kept having these like rotating guest cast. Craig, Paige's boyfriend, Corey, who's now Sam's boyfriend. Um, We got a little bit of Andrea coming in. There was always like a little bit of a guest cast because they had the worst cast ever. And I will say this really fast. Lindsay cannot win on this show. And I'm not saying this and I'm not saying this like that, I am blinded by Lindsay, and I think she's just amazing. I think she has done some pretty crazy stuff in the back i think in the back of the or in the past, and I think she's not perfect, okay That being said, this girl could literally like save human beings' lives in front of these other chicks, and they still hate her. They cannot ever get past it. And I'm done with it. I don't like that. I don't like girls that don't like move past things. I also don't like clicks. It makes me feel very clicky. And it makes me feel very um, it reminds me of a little bit of high school. You know, the whole thing is very high school. The uh, you know, Danielle wanting to be part of something, feeling left out, and then the other girls like, come join our party. Lindsay sucks, like the mean girls and whatever. And I'm not saying that anyone's mean or everyone's not or whoever. It's just clicky. It doesn't feel right, okay? Paige. Let me talk about Paige for two seconds. I love Paige for so many reasons. And I also can't stand her. I've never felt so like torn on someone. I want to watch her. I do. I want to watch Paige. I love the way she speaks. I love some of her one-liners. I think she's incredibly witty. I actually do like Paige. That being said, I think she hates Lindsay so much and it's annoying to watch, right? Like she cannot move past. A lot of people on my comments are saying Craig and Paige will never work. Craig and Paige don't work. In last night's episode, I did see a side of Paige that's like, I'm not going anywhere. We're doing this. We're going to be together. I have just yet to meet a woman who's in her early 30s who is not like ready to hold on. Like Craig is a catch. I'm sorry. Craig is a catch. He is a little bit on the verge of alcoholism maybe, allegedly from just what I'm seeing. But he is so handsome, so charming. I mean, he is. Lance, I hope you're watching. I hope my husband's still watching. Smoke Show. Love, Craig. Love, Craig. Plus he's an entrepreneur, he's making money, he owns a house and he's in love with her. So if she doesn't allow for this to actually move forward, like he's going to move on because he's going to be miserable. And yesterday's conversation between Paige and Craig, I found so interesting because Paige was like, Craig was like, I'm just ready to get this next like, stage started. Like, I want to have kids, which means you have to be married, which means you have to be engaged, which means you have to live together. And, like, we're not doing any of that. And I want this in the next five years. And she's like, well, me too. So I guess, like, move a suitcase into my apartment. It's weird. I don't know about you guys, but I was so ready when I was ready. And I think Lance was ready when he was ready. I think most people, when they're ready, they're just like ready to dive right in. And I don't know. He just, like, he, he wants it more than her, which they say you're supposed to be in love with someone. You're supposed to marry someone who loves you always a little bit more than you, but this feels weird. They're not even engaged and she's like annoyed with him. She's over it. Just saying. Meanwhile, she's her career is like taken off, right? She's doing the giggly squad live shows, which I want to love and I want to listen, but I really have a hard time with Hannah Burner. What are your thoughts on Hannah? Would love to know. Um, she's got that going on. She's got, uh, all her Amazon lives. She's like doing influencer stuff. She's doing red carpet stuff. She's doing well. Paige is doing well. Craig wants to be with Paige more than Paige wants to be with Craig. Okay. A lot of people are, are on the fence about Hannah Burner. I really struggle with her. Maybe I need to give it more of a shot, but every time I see her on anything or listen to her on anything, I'm not liking it don't like it. It's not my humor, but I love Paige. This is tricky. Now, Paige in the same sentence can't stand the way she treats Lindsay. It's so weird. It's like she can't get over it. And you know who really irked me in yesterday's episode? And we haven't even gotten to Danielle and that cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs moment. But you know what really irked me and who really irked me in yesterday's episode? I'm going to give you guys a second on the TikTok live. And if you guys are here on YouTube, I want to give you guys a second, like a like a Jeopardy moment, to decide who do who else do you think really irked me in last night's episode? Do 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 do, do. Maya, Hi, DM eighty three got it right. Maya, sassy realtor got it right. Roxy, Soleil got it right. Penny and Bo got it right. Okay. Amanda, moments. Everyone, moments. All of the girls. Maya was so rude to Lindsay. Maya is something's. I mean, obviously we know this. This is so obvious, you guys. Maya was having issues in her relationship with Oliver. She was finding out in this moment that Oliver was cheating on her and she was struggling, right? So this whole summer she was off. Danielle has had issues with Robert. They haven't announced it yet, but they're about to break up, and they she does, she knows that that relationship is going to crap, and she's miserable. Both Danielle and Maya have one thing in common: they are miserable in their relationships. And guess what? They have flocked together because misery loves company, and they hate on Lindsay. They're the prime haters on Lindsay, the happy girl in the relation in in her relationship, right? Now, meanwhile, Gabby and Sam, the new girls are adorable and they're just like ready to party and they're loving on Lindsay and they're giving Lindsay, you know, um, they're having fun with all the girls, but they're not like obsessively like, like, uh, leeching onto each other with the way the other girls are, the way that Amanda and Paige and Danielle and Maya are. It's on another level, you guys. I've never seen anything like it. So Danielle and Lindsay finally have this conversation that we've been waiting for all season. Now, remember, we've been waiting for this big thing to drop, which apparently maybe will drop in tomorrow's or in next week's reunion episode, which is this idea that Danielle was holding something back from sharing it live, Some, holding something from sharing it um, to the audience about uh, you know something that she was trying to protect, Danielle and Carl, dying to know what that is but meanwhile, thanks for the likes. But meanwhile, right now we see nothing. We see no reason why Danielle is justified in her actions, in her insane actions, her actions that are just like on another, on another level. She may have been the best friend to Lindsay seasons one through five, just say, or one through seven. I don't even know what season we're on right now. She could have been the best friend ever, and it still doesn't, like justify her acting the way she has acted this season. Because when you are ready to be happy and when you're in love, unless you are about to marry a psychopath killer or Tom Sandoval, you or like Randall Emmett, right? Like if you're about to marry Tom Sandoval, Randall Emmett, or actually any of the Toms on um Bravo, right? Tom DiAgostino, Tom Girardi, even Tom Schwartz, Tom San- if you are going to marry a decent man like Carl, who Danielle and Carl were friends, then you're happy for them. That's it. That's the end of the story. And if you're not happy for them, you know what you do? I am so excited for your wedding. And then you call your therapist or your best friend off camera and you say, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm miserable. But you never show them because the second you show them, it's over. It's over. And no one will ever be able to forget the fact that at her happiest day ever, Lindsay's happiest day of her life, this engagement party, all you see on camera, the cameras are covering. The reality cameras are covering this happy day and all you see is Danielle walking around from one person to the next person crying, 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 crying. What a mess. by Darlene. What a mess. I am on Lindsay's side here. Danielle needs to see her way out of the situation. And the fact that she is crying to Lindsay in yesterday's episode saying, don't you see how happy I am for you? Don't you see how much I want you to be happy? No, I don't see it. No one sees it except Maya and Amanda and Paige. No one sees it. What we see is that you're literally pooping on their happiness. You're you know, shiting on their parade. You're raining on their parade. What is it called? You don't poop on a parade. You, sh- you rain on a parade. It is crazy. And Lindsay is never going to walk away from this, uh, this idea that she's a horrible human being because she says what she says and she's blunt and she's not perfect. Okay? None of them are, by the way. None of them are perfect. But Lindsay <laughs> – Someone on um, Instagram, on TikTok just said, Carl and Lindsay won't last, but by mistake said, Carl and Lindsay won't asthma. And it just made me laugh. Carl and Lindsay will not asthma. I don't know if Carl and Lindsay will last or not. To be honest, I've said this before. Carl Watching Carl on reality TV is like watching paint dry. He's so boring. He's the most boring character. Even Chris is more boring, is less boring than Carl, and that's saying a lot. By the way, Chris was almost killing people yesterday. Did you guys notice that? Why? Why was Chris taking all the girls and throwing them in the pool in such an unsafe way? I thought my head. Oh my god! What? What was that? Why was he throwing them all in the pool? It's a little much. Chris is bad casting. He may be a nice guy, but he's bad casting. Meanwhile, Sam and Corey are the new Travis and and Courtney. Do you notice that? Just licking each other's tongues everywhere. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it. Okay. So Danielle is a zero for me right now. After yesterday's episode, I don't understand these people that are going to bat. I don't understand how watching back Amanda and Paige and Maya and Sierra can watch back and say, yes, yes, Danielle, you're in the right. The only reason they think Danielle's in the race right because they hate Lindsay, and that's it. That's the f- that's the fiend. That's the story, and we're sticking to it. Right? Didn't work for me. I'm not a fan. I am not a fan. And yes, no one can defend Daniela how she acted at the engagement party, and that is that. I believe that you know we'll have to see at the reunion. This show is a no go for me anymore. If this show comes back the same way that it has been this season, I'm done. I think everyone will be. Here's my prediction Summer House does not come back. Um, and if it does come back, it's going to be. I don't even know if you can do it anymore, but I was thinking maybe it would come back with like Maya. I'm sorry, please no. Um, with Gabby and Sam. No, no, because I can't watch a show of Gabby and Sam. I think the show's over. I think Summer House is over. I think they're trying to put more attention on Summer House Martha's Vineyard, which I've watched two episodes and it's fine. It's nothing like insanely amazing yet. Um, And I just, I'm not, I'm not into it. I'm not into Summer House anymore. I don't really want to, and I don't really want to watch Carl and Lindsay live their life either. I want Lindsay to join Real House as a New York because I feel like she'd be really good drama TV. I want Carl to... You know, just, like, find a nonprofit and make some money and, you know, be a good, like, sweet man. I want um, – Kyle and Amanda should just go off and, like, do Lover Boy. You know, Amanda to me is also Boring TV. I think we're all over it. I think that was the end and it was so weird. At the end when no one really likes each other, they all stand together. You guys, this was bananas. No one really likes each other. Danielle's hysterical as if, you know, she got cheated on by Tom Sandoval. I mean, it was insane the way that Danielle was acting. She goes to bed, right? She goes to bed. So she's gone because she's been drinking for about seven weeks straight. And the rest of the cast The ones that don't even like each other are all holding hands and jump into the pool together. I mean, what year is this? Is this a 1980s, like, teen comedy? I love when I get my TikTok hat. Um, It was literally ridiculous. Impossible to watch. Dunzo. Um, You guys, I have two documentaries that I'm going to try to watch by tomorrow. I'm going to try to watch The Randall Scandal. Are you guys watching it? Have you watched it? And then I really, really, really want to watch Bama Rush. I also want to watch the Duggars documentary because I was one of those people that grew up watching the Duggars and like th- not grew up. I mean, it was ten years ago, right? How many years ago? But I was obsessed with the Duggars, obsessed. I thought it was like like I wanted to be a Duggar. How crazy is that? Can you imagine if I was a Duggar? I mean, I'm kind of dressed like a Duggar today. My hair needs to be a little bit longer, and I need to eat fourteen, you know, loaves of Wonder Bread, um, because that's like all they did. Remember their kitchen. Did you guys ever watch the Duggars? Like, do you rem- remember their kitchen? Ooh, I just finished the Bama Rush documentary and was very underwhelming. I am bummed about that. But you know what, you guys? I just started the Bama Rush documentary. I put it on my Instagram stories. And Teddy who, um who is like a friend of mine, she sent me a DM. And she goes, you have to watch the Randall documentary. You have to watch Randall. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get on that right away. Oh, I would fight nasty Josh Duggar. I'd be like, don't you dare. I'm your sister. (laughs) If you're watching on YouTube, you'd see my karate chops. All right you guys, thank you so much once again for being here. I appreciate you make sure to follow on TikTok and Instagram and join the Facebook group. Also, ilia.com, thank you Ilya for being here and being the sponsor and I'm getting my new one tomorrow. And I appreciate you guys as always. Thank you for the five-star reviews, I mean five-star ratings on the podcast app and the um, reviews. It means the world to me this podcast is growing every day because of you guys. And I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. 37-minute episode. It's exactly chef's kiss. I will see you guys tomorrow.